It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Ainsley Earhart. I'm Brett Baer. I'm Katie Pavlich, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, July 10th, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. A president meets a king and then a prime minister on the way to NATO. U.S. President Biden gets reassurances from Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. The U.K. will continue to support Ukraine's war fighting. The U.K. has given uh, the second most amount of money to Ukraine following the U.S. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. This is Jimmy Fallon, inviting you to join me for Fox Across America, where we'll discuss every single one of the Democrats' dumb ideas. Just kidding. It's only a three-hour show. Listen live at noon Eastern or get the podcast at foxacrossamerica.com. President Biden is now meeting with other heads of state of the members of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, or NATO. The key alliance formed to keep peace following World War II is now being tested again as Russia's war on Ukraine continues. Even allies can sometimes disagree about this war, like what to give and who to let in. But before that, the president stopped in London to meet King Charles and Prime Minister Rishi Sunak of the UK. It was a day filled with pomp and pageantry as U.S. President Joe Biden made a stop here to England, visiting uh, not only the monarch of the country, but also his counterpart, the prime minister. Fox News correspondent Alex Hogan covered the meeting between the president, the king and the prime minister. She speaks to us from our bureau in London. When he met with the king, uh, it was at Windsor Castle, which is a about 25 miles outside of the city, and, and Biden was greeted by a military band that played God Save the King, as well as the Star Spangled Banner, so really a lot of ceremony, as well as hundreds of troops, uniformed troops who were there outside the castle to greet U.S. President Joe Biden. And then in this private meeting, the focus at least of this meeting with King Charles III was centered around the transition to a green economy and what could be done to help the effects of climate change. And and the environment, it's worth noting, is one of the top priorities for King Charles III. It's something that he wants to be seen as part of his policy legacy. So as well as this being a major focus for U.S. President Joe Biden, it was a main concern for the monarch. And together they tried to hash out some plans of of what really could be done moving forward. Now, as you mentioned, the other meeting that took place today that was just a few hours earlier was this meeting with Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. This was actually their sixth meeting in as many months. This one largely focusing on issues of Ukraine, making sure to support the country in their national security. Again, a major, major ally. The UK has given uh, the second most amount of money to Ukraine following the U.S. Another major topic at this meeting was discussing economic ties between the U.S. and the U.K. and how to strengthen that economic partnership and some of the momentum that they've really gained, the traction that they've gained to do that just in the last month alone since their last meeting. And Biden today, he called the relationship rock solid, saying that Sunak is not only a close friend, but of course, a great ally. The relationship between the United States and the United Kingdom is still always referred to as a special one, a special relationship. But there there must be some consternation regarding the ongoing war in Ukraine and exactly what type of support the West needs to give Ukraine 
in its uh, attempt to repel uh, and oust Russian forces from its midst. Uh, certainly the money has been spent. Uh, there is the question of uh, cluster munitions, which the U.S. now says that they will provide uh, to the Ukrainian military. The the Europeans, uh, specifically rather the uh, the British, say they will not provide such things. These are, are pretty powerful weapons, uh, and uh, the British have their reason why they, they don't want to give these out. Well, let's talk about that. Yeah, well, these are airdropped or ground-launched explosive weapons. They release uh, objects, smaller submunitions, so really they can inflict a lot of damage very quickly. And as a result of this, there's a large number of countries, more than 120 countries, have banned these weapons. President Biden, he's defending his stance to send these cluster munitions to Kyiv, uh, especially since these weapons are used in Ukraine and in Russia, saying that Russia is using these as well and that there is a lack of ammunition and it's needed in order to continue to support Ukraine in its fight for territorial integrity. And that's a big question. It's a big conversation that we'll likely see in the coming days when Biden meets with other world leaders who are part of NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. This summit will be taking place in Lithuania in the next two days. And Biden touched down in Lithuania, leaving England, traveling there this afternoon as some of these meetings kick off. So he'll likely have to face a lot of question from, questions from his counterparts about the reason for sending cluster munitions, the uh, ethical questions surrounding that, given just how deadly they can be in a war that we've seen has claimed so many lives and really no sign of slowing down, especially with the spring counteroffensive from Ukraine's point just underway. And and that meeting among the, uh, the chiefs of the NATO nations uh, also comes at a time where uh, there is a growing push maybe among some members to consider an application by Ukraine to join NATO. Uh, and it kind of goes alongside uh, NATO's joining of the EU, which, uh, as while sometimes they might get conflated, they are two different organizations and joining one does not necessarily uh, bear on joining the other. Um, what is the British government's uh, take on all of this. We, we've seen the, the U.S. government's take on it, but uh, now that the U.S., uh, the President Biden is uh, is talking with the prime minister about this, he now goes on to the NATO meeting. The U.K. is certainly part of, of NATO. Uh, so what is this the, the feeling about how this proceeds on that side of the fence? Well, again, it's going to be interesting to watch just how many conversations at this summit really center around efforts to ramp up support and security for Ukraine without, at least at this point, giving Ukraine a membership into NATO. And as well as what does this look like for Ukraine? Is Ukraine inching closer to gaining a membership into NATO? Or for now, is NATO simply going to support Ukraine, support Kyiv, support the war effort and promoting its territorial integrity, or is Ukraine inching closer towards gaining a membership? We've seen that uh, the past U.S. ambassador to NATO, Kurt Volker, 
has long advocated for Ukraine to become a member of NATO, but a lot of other countries that are part of NATO say, look, this is only escalating the issue that has been in place since Russia first invaded, that Russia largely sees this as an expansion of NATO that's infringing on its territorial integrity and that this could trickle out to a war on its soil. So while that is largely disputed from leaders here in the West and back home in the U.S., that has been the stance from Moscow's perspective. We're speaking with Fox News London correspondent Alex Hogan on the visit of President Biden to London and with Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and King Charles III in advance of the NATO summit in Lithuania. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. Let's talk about how the the uh, public opinion is in the UK. Uh, it's, they get a visit from the US president uh, and certainly there's always the pomp and circumstance uh, of the visit of the of a of any U.S. president. Um, but how, how do the British uh, people feel these days about our special relationship, about President Biden, uh, to whom often governments around the world uh, do defer? Uh, you know, the, President Biden is certainly facing a lot of turmoil politically here at uh, here at home. But uh, how does that translate uh, overseas? Do, do they see much of that? There's definitely those conversations. And I think anything that takes place in the U.S., the U.S. is such a major superpower around the world. So people, if anything, are very curious about the U.S. perspective. They have much more of an interest in U.S. politics than I think a lot of Americans at home might have about what's going on here in England. So. A lot of British residents do see the turmoil back home. They see the conversations of whether or not Americans are, are happy or unhappy with President Biden's performance. As far as the relationship with the UK, that bond is still very strong. Uh, British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak stressed the same today, saying that this is an invaluable relationship and in that uh, it is an ally that the UK will continue to rely on. But it's it's interesting to see that there is such a, a wide curiosity when you speak with people from here about how Americans view the president and what that will likely look like as we near the next presidential election, which, of course, gains a lot of international concern and curiosity, given the wide reaching impact that the U.S. does have on countries, not only here in England, but really around the world. Alex Hogan, our Fox News correspondent in London. Thank you so much for being with us once again on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you, Evan. Always a pleasure. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. Pull up a chair and join me, Rachel Campos Duffy. And me, former U.S. Congressman Sean Duffy, as we share our perspective on the discussions happening at kitchen tables across America. Download from the kitchen table, the Duffy's at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you download podcasts.